Is everybody ready? Everybody's working for the weekend. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's Friday. I'm in love. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from Bullfrog Spas right here in Bluffdale. Come on by, visit us. We've had a bunch of listeners come grab jazz stuff. We still have some gear to give away. We have some Bullfrog gear for you as well. And I I should mention we have uh, passes to the Utah Championship. In fact, some VIP passes to the Utah Championship. So come uh, grab some of those if you want to go watch some golf. But let's talk a little NBA. Let's get out of the Sprint special guest line. Transform your vehicle into a smart connected car with the Sprint Drive. Visit the local Sprint store near you. He makes the magic happen covering the NBA for Yahoo Sports and Real GM. He is Keith Smith with us on the big show. Hi, Keith. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, we're doing great. Uh, I thought uh, the draft, of course, was uh, the top three were kind of set in stone, Keith. But I thought the rest of the draft was surprisingly fun with all the movement that we saw. And, uh, you know, you kind of got to taste what different teams were looking for. What did you think of the draft last night overall? Yeah, it's it's hard for me to not love a draft. It's kind of like Christmas in the middle of the summer. So I always love it. But it is... This year, especially with the fact that we had so much flatness to the draft is how a lot of teams were describing it to me going in where, you know, whether you thought it kind of dropped off at four or five or wherever, but four or five through 20 to 25 guys, the teams felt like there were guys who were pretty similar. Then when you had multiple teams with multiple picks, that allowed for a really fun night with teams moving up and back and kind of in and out and all that stuff. So it was a really fun night. Because of the Jazz had taken care of their business with Mike Conley, uh, the first round from a local standpoint for us was diminished a little bit. But, uh, Keith, I want to know from you how uh, – I mean, we, last night the Jazz, in the last f- few picks of the second round, they were making all these maneuvers and, and buying picks and doing all this stuff. Uh, it shows you how exhaustive these teams – uh, how much energy they put into this thing, even at the very back end of it. Uh, does this does this result in anything that could make a difference, or is this just straight in deck chairs here? Yeah, sometimes it feels a little bit like that, like you're just kind of, you know, picking these guys who will be probably spend a lot of time in the G League, and maybe you won't see – see much from them but then you look at guys like Manu Ginobili or Isaiah Thomas guys who went really late and they have that impact and they end up being a big time player now you're you're there's a lot of luck involved if you're drafting somebody that late because as the old saying goes is why'd you wait so long then if you knew but the reality is these teams invest this time and these resources because if there's somebody they think might be have the ability to be even a rotation player that late in the second round, that's what you're hoping for. If you get anything more than that, then you got really lucky and you feel good about it. Keith Smith is with us from Yahoo Sports and Real GM talking a little bit about the NBA draft. Keith, what did you think about New Orleans draft? Not just the obvious of picking Zion, but then parlaying that fourth pick into even more picks as they kind of try to speed up their rebuild. 
Yeah, I thought they had a great night. You know, it's it's hard to have anything but that when you pick Zion. But I thought Jackson Hitty and Nikhil Alexander Walker are going to be really, really good players for them. I think you they came away with three rotation players, and when you can do that in one night's work, you you had a, yourself a really good night. And that's before we even touch on the all the players they're getting from the Lakers, as well as all the future picks. So things are really moving forward in in New Orleans in a big, big way. And I know there's some concern about, well, does Zion and, and Hayes fit? Are they going to be able to play together? Well, they'll figure that out. They, they've got time over the next couple of years. They've got a little bit of a grace period here where I think fans are just so excited about all the kids coming in that they they can kind of figure it out, figure out who fits, and then move guys if they need to. They've got all sorts of flexibility. So future very, very bright for the Pelicans. Was there a guy in the draft that, that uh, by your observation and evaluation, you thought is a, is kind of a surefire guy and, and that might surprise some people? Yeah, I really like a couple guys who went in the 20s. Brandon Clark out of Gonzaga. I thought he was going to be a great you know, fit there. I know teams kind of tend to look at that and go, oh, he's a little older, so we're not so sure. But so much of the draft is about potential and upside. But I think this is a kid who's going to be able to come in and play right away and really help a team almost from day one. And I think Memphis got themselves a really nice player in him. And then the other guy is Nastier Little. He went to the Portland Trailblazers. This is a guy who was a high lottery pick project. At the beginning of the season, and then had a really tough year at North Carolina. Just didn't fit in in the offense. They pulled a lot of lineups where it was really kind of you know, five ball handlers, and at times he looked like he was tentative and didn't really know what his role was. But this kid's got a lot of talent. He's a good kid. He's a hard worker. So I think the Trailblazers, much like last year, where they asked Anthony Simon, they identified an undervalued guy, and they they've got somebody probably a project for a year or two, but they've got somebody who can really help them, which is for a team that's got a very expensive roster. Keith, your reporting was making the rounds last night on Twitter regarding Aaron Baines. Take us through that whole saga. Is that cold-blooded Danny Ainge at it again? <laughs> yeah, I think there's a little bit to that, but I think that's being very much overblown. What happened with Aaron Baines from everything I've been told was he wanted to stay in Boston, but he also made it very clear he wants to play for a contender. And with the Celtics maybe looking like they're headed in a little bit of a different direction, they're not calling it a rebuild or anything like that. They're saying they're building or retooling or whatever the you know fun phrases of the day that they're trying to use. But Baines then kind of said, well, geez, you know, I opted in. I'm not so sure about this. You know, well, what can we do? And the Celtics said, well, let's look what we can find. Well, the problem is all the teams that look like they're definitely going to be contenders, they're all hoarding cap space at the moment because they've got bigger dreams, quite frankly, than adding Aaron Baines. So what Boston did at that point was they found the deal for themselves. Now, what I was told was Baines would go to Phoenix, and it was very likely he was going to be bought out. Phoenix essentially was taking on his $5 million contract in exchange to pick up the 24th pick in Ty Jerome, who was the point guard that filled a position of need for them. But now it sounds like that's reverse course a little, and Phoenix is going to let things settle, see where it's at. And that's always something they can approach down the line if they decide, you know, Baines is a luxury here as a backup you know, big man behind DeAndre Ayton that we just don't really need. They can move on pretty easily at that point. Keith, did you see any other hints from the draft that would uh, indicate uh, directions and free agency coming up? Yeah, the one for me is the fact that the Pelicans 
roped the Hawks in on the deal the way they did. I think that's going to turn into a three-team trade between the Pelicans, Hawks, and Lakers when all is said and done as part of the Anthony Davis deal. I think the, the Lakers, obviously, we it's well-publicized. They, they were intentionally, not intentionally, but they made some mistakes as far as timing out the trade and making sure that they could uh, – continue to have max cap space while while accommodating Anthony Davis's trade bonus. So they're going to send out a couple other assets, is my belief, by uh, Mo Wagner and Isaac Ponga, a couple of young guys who, you know, I think a team like the Hawks can take a flyer on. So I expect that to move in, give that Lakers that max cap space room as much as they can get to and let them do their free agency work from there. Keith Smith is with us from uh, Yahoo Sports as well as Real GM. Taking a break from the draft for a second, Keith. What did you think of the Jazz acquiring Mike Conley? I think it's a great move for them. I think they, they're in a position where this was going to be kind of a make-it-or-break-it summer for the Jazz in a lot of ways. They, they, they had a lot of flexibility as far as non-guaranteed contracts go, a lot of guys coming off the books as free agents. So this was a chance for Utah to do something big, and they went out there and did it. Now, we were you know, kind of had heard around the trade deadline that they'd maybe gotten close on Conley. The challenge is anytime you're trying to bring in somebody who makes around $30 million, if it's in season, you're going to have to gut your roster to do that. That's really hard to do in the offseason. Obviously, a much easier thing to pull off. And, and I really like the move for Utah. This gives them a good quality running mate for Donovan Mitchell. This gives them a guy who's got good playoff experience. He should fit in quite well in Quinn Snyder's system because he's a smart player. He's a good system guy. So I, I think this was a necessary move for the Jazz to make as they try to get over the hump in the Western Conference and really you know, potentially contend uh, for the Western Conference title. So this, I hate to put you on the spot with this kind of question, but Keith, I'll go ahead and fire away. Um, the Jazz, if they keep uh, Derek Favors, then that limits what they can do as far as free agents go. They might have that, what that what's, uh, amounts to the mid-level, that they could go get uh, maybe a shooter yet. Is there is there a guy out there who would come for, you know, five, six million that the Jazz could bring in that's available that could make a difference in that regard? Yeah, I think there is. Well, one of the things to note about this free agent class is it's absolutely huge. There's going to be, in a week and a half or so when free agency opens, there's going to be 200 players who hit the market as free agents. That's about 40% of the league. And only you know, 13 teams or so are going to have any kind of meaningful cap space. And some of those teams are going hunting for the max free agents. So what that means is there's going to be a lot of very good players, guys people know as, you know, long-term rotation players in this league that are going to have to settle for part of the exception or smaller deals or even minimum contracts. And that's something in this case for Utah where they, it looks like they might have a lot of roster spots to fill out around what should be a pretty good starting time. That's a good. That's good news. I think this is why you can make those big swings and bring in that big salary player because there should be a lot of good guys you can get around the edges. Thinking about a player like Wayne Ellington, you know, I think is somebody who could be on the radar as a good shooter and is not going to break the bank for you, or even maybe a Reggie Bullock. Guys like that are players you can look to bring in, and I think Utah is going to be well positioned to go get you know what they need and fill out their rotation quite well. Along those same lines, is the West just going to keep getting tougher and tougher? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. And so one of the things that I always say about this is it, it, when you look at it and say, hey, the 10th, 11th, 12th team in the West would be a playoff team in the East. Then what you have to add to that is not only that is 
But they, those teams are continuing to get lottery picks. So that just continues to build the bottom of the Western Conference continues to get stronger. And then as those teams move up and other teams slide down, but it seems like the Eastern Conference teams never quite get there. And that, that's going to be a challenge. Look at New Orleans and Memphis. But by a little bit of lottery luck, they landed the two best players in this draft, it looks like. And they're going to be you know really good teams here, probably in you know somewhere in the two, three-year range. And they'll replace somebody else. But then those, players, those teams will get good players just because of the imbalance in the conference. So it's really something I think the NBA is concerned about and is going to look at to see what can we do going forward to try to balance this thing out. Adam Silver's talked about it quite a bit, and I think he's very progressive. So I think this is, you know, maybe for the first time we might have some legs towards change on this. Out of uh, what appears to be kind of the the big three top-end free agents, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, and Kyrie Irving, who would be the most likely out of those three to stay where they are in your mind? I think it's probably Kevin Durant. I think the nature of his injury makes it really tough for him to find a new home this summer. Now, there are teams, the New York Knicks, for example, they would they would gamble and give Kevin Durant a max contract because in some ways, him being out for the year, oh, well, so we're bad again. There's, not, there's, there's nothing new there. It's been bad for a while in New York. So I think they're a team that could do that. But I think what you're going to see is Durant re-sign with the Warriors, and then there's all this buzz that they may be willing to re-sign him, let him work his way back, and then if there's a move to be made later that they'll look at making that move. And I think that's the Warriors kind of opening up and saying, hey, we're going to do a solid by you because you risked it all by coming back to play for us. And ultimately got hurt on our watch so we're going to take care of you as best we can i know this is a moving target because of all the things we've already talked with you about keith but right now if things uh well just right now where would you rank the jazz in the west right now i would probably put them somewhere in the top three just kind of looking at the way the rosters are laying out. I think the Lakers are going to be really, really good. I think the Warriors are going to obviously take a big step back. There's so much turmoil in Houston. We, we don't really know what that looks like. I think in a lot of ways, the Jazz are somewhat easier to project because they've got what looks like going to be their starting five completely filled out, and it's all filled out with quality players that we know what, what we can expect from them. So I think that's a big advantage that they have and that's you know and then now it's now it's about can the front office fill out the rest of the rotation with guys who can come in and and give them good quality depth but i would say they're probably in the top three as we look at it today with as you said still a lot to go and a lot to change hey kevin we appreciate you joining us very much thanks for all the insight keep up the good work absolutely thank you for having me uh there you go uh that is kevin smith from yahoo sports and or Kevin, goodness, Keith, whoops, Keith Smith from Yahoo Sports and Real GM. We've had him on before, too. I well, I was looking I at you like, man, does he have a nickname that I don't know no. about? I, no, I'm just I'm You, just you called him Kevin to his face. I, I mean, did. To, uh, I'm, I'm extremely embarrassed now, so that's... Austin, will you please apologize terrific. to Kevin for, uh, for yeah, my I partner? Yeah, doing that. Uh, he said he'll never come back. Oh, man. Did you tell him that I, I have a problem with names? And that yeah, I said I, you uh, you get my name wrong every other day. Yeah. He honestly said he's been called worse, so he didn't take it personally. That's, you know, I, I did call the bees manager the wrong name to his face once. We've all done it. Didn't you call yourself something once? Yeah, I did. I called myself something that wasn't my name once. What was it? 
Oh, we can't talk about that. Uh, you uh, mixed up uh, Zane Beatles for Zane Taylor? Taylor, I think it was, yeah. So I'm glad that I'm not alone in this, but that is kind of embarrassing. Anybody that's been doing this for a long time does that. I, uh, I once called David Petron David Petron and thought that was the wrong name. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's right. Was I don't know why be- I called you the, David. Well, that's my the, name. Was he the best uh, team doctor ever to roll the earth? Yeah. He, he got the name right on that one. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Keith Smith of Yahoo Sports and Real GM for uh, joining us. We yeah. really appreciate it. Uh, come and watch the future Roll. stars of the PGA Tour <laughs> tee it up at Oak Ridge Country Club in Farmington. June 27th through the 30th. Don't wait to the last minute. Purchase your tickets. Buy them online now. UtahChampionship.com. We also have passes to that down here at Bullfrog Spas. So come on by and see us. We're just off exit 288 in Bluffdale. Just head west and you run right into us. Awesome. When we, uh, when we come back, we we play that for us one more time for all our Which? listeners to enjoy. What? The best uh, to ever roll the no. What, are you torturing Austin today no, on, it's on just, a Friday? It's a, no, it's just fun. I'll let for you us. play it. It's just for fun. Okay. Uh, if, we I, can I, get, if we can get $5,000 donated to the charity of my choice in this break, we'll make it happen. Oh, come on. Don't be such a so – just, just, let's all laugh with it. See, now Austin's doing what Tony does. This is the way Tony deflects from doing something that he doesn't want to do. He says, oh, well, let's just raise money for charity then. I'll set the bar, you know, donate $10 million and I'll eat a dozen hot dogs in a basketball game. In other words, he doesn't want to do it, so he's going to make everybody feel bad, essentially. Right. No, this yeah. is a team effort. If, if we don't get it raised, it's on me as well. Uh, let, let's do it this way. If you feel like donating, then go ahead and donate. You're going to play it either way. Oh, am I God? Okay. That, that zaps the, the motivation out a little bit. Well, it wasn't a command on my part. It was a Thou suggestion. Thou shalt play it. Jump off exit 288, head west. Come see us. Bullfrog Spas. We're out here in Bluffdale, and our good friend Dan joins us once again. And, Dan, man, the, the savings for this clearance sale, amazing, up to 3500 bucks. Yeah, you, you know, we, we, we put that in the notes before the show, but then I was, I was walking under the tent out here in front of our factory, and I found, I found a unit out there that's marked $4,500 hey, off of MSRP. So we need, to up, we need to update our information. Great great deals right now this is this is one of the times one just a couple of times a year where we say okay three days only thursday friday saturday we're going to take the deepest discounts we can we're going to call our finance partners get the best financing we can and just make it as easy as possible while it's still early in the summer for people to put one of these in the backyard and, and enjoy it this summer and then throughout the winter and beyond, right? Now, Dan, you know I love my Bullfrog Spa. Is it time for me to swap one? Is this an exchange for no? Yeah, you know it, we were talking about that last time you were here. We do take we do take trade ins, and uh, and because because of the way that we build spas, the quality of, of, of these spas, they have value year after year. So whether you go to sell it yourself or whether you you trade it in here towards a new one. You'll be able you'll be able to turn that into uh, a, a new bullfrog spa. So probably is probably is time. How old is it? Uh, I was trying to think of that. Uh, it's like three or four years old. I mean, something like that. Although the years do go by quick. I don't know. It still works great. It's like you got. Well, here's your problem. You're like the Ford Motor Company back when they were pumping out all those Model Ts. 
they were so good. The product's too good. Yeah, they almost put the company out of business hey. because nobody ever had to buy another car. Hey, Gordon, if if our if our service if our service guy is like the Maytag repairman, I'll take it all day long. That's exa- <laughs> it's exactly what our goal is to put one of these in the backyard, make make that one decision one time that uh, that really changes changes the way your family gathers at your home in the backyard and then enjoy it for years and years and years that's that's what we're all about we're not and that's that's been the evolution of this of this product and this product category there was a period of time where everybody loved the idea of a hot tub we, we all grew up uh, we all grew up poaching hot tub uh, used to hopping over people's fences and wishing we had our own but the big fear was yeah, but is it going to break down after a little while? You know, all those types of things. Uh, we're building a product that doesn't do that. So when you put it in your backyard, it becomes a place that you can relax, enjoy it, but it's not a lot of work and it's not expensive to run. And the word that comes to mind with our Bullfrog Spa has been easy. Yeah. And that's that's what we're looking for. I mean, we our target is to be the most energy efficient, low maintenance hot tub in the world, and c- to continue to challenge ourselves every year, every time we develop a new product, to to beat ourselves in the terms of that en- energy efficiency and how easy it is to take care of that spa. All right, if you've been thinking about it, now is the time. To get great savings, great financing options as well. Dan, thank you so much. Thank you. Come see us. All right, jump off exit 288 off 515 and just head west. You'll run right into us. We'll have uh, more of the big show coming up straight ahead. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. When you're tired but you feel awake, you're burning with every step you take. Oh, I will never let you go. And when everything's the hardest part. Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live from Bullfrog Spas right here in Bluffdale. Jump off exit 288 and head west. You're going to run right into us. Come by and grab some jazz stuff. Bullfrog's also got some swag. Uh, we've got uh, passes to give away for the Utah Championship as well. So come on by and see us. want to remind you about the promotion going on with our friends at iMart. For, uh, from mismatched clothes and costumes to glasses, hats, and jewelry, kids wear the darnest things. Post a photo of your child wearing an outfit they've created paired with stylish glasses for your chance to win a $100 iMart Express gift card. Enter by posting your photos to Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook using the hashtag Zone Darndest Things. All right, we've done some negotiating in the break. Uh, Austin said he's willing to grant your request uh, to play a bit. That uh, That may embarrass Austin a little bit, but... You and I have agreed that we will also be willing to hear bits that maybe don't cast us in the nicest light. Indeed. Should we, where, who would we like to start with? All right, we'll start with Austin and, of course, the world famous uh, Jeff Griffin interview. When we come back on the other side, we're going to talk with Jeff Griffin, the greatest wheelchair basketball player to ever walk the earth. And I can say that because I've met the man. Let's jump out to the phone line and talk to our very good friend, Jeff Griffin, the greatest wheelchair basketball player to ever roll the earth. Jeff, I'm sorry for my little faux pas there before we went to break. Everyone's having a lot of fun with it. How are you, my man? Hey, I am doing great. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I was listening to that myself, and I'm like, you know, I, I wish I could walk. Thanks for reminding me yeah. of the situation I'm in. I'm, I'm such a good friend. I know. <laughs> I'm totally joking with you. That was uh, that's quite all right. Hey, I'll walk, I'll roll. That you know, doesn't matter. That's uh, that's how I roll. First things first. You're w- walking up here on the end of the of the wheelchair season. How's that going for you? 
You know, I wish it was going better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Austin, you're such a good sport. That's so. That is so funny. How was I ever lit back on the air? The fact that it, you just got it in your brain, and that's happened to uh, that's happened to all of us. You just had it in your brain. The the last question is really the cherry on top. It though. sure is. It's that's really the cherry. Yeah, on top. yeah, that's what makes it right there. Oh, all right. So that is that is terrific. Now, now Austin gets to pick on, on you and Uh-oh. me. Uh, what have you selected for me, Austin? Oh, a little something we like to refer to as Gary Clark. Let's get to the audio vault, though, Tony. Here we've got a former pro bowler who apparently now is a linger, uh, lingerie league football coach. Is that right, Lloyd? That's correct. A bowler? Clark. What does is, what is bowling have to do with football? Oh, well, a lot, actually. Uh, just ask Mike, I, I, yeah, Mike Sanford. I talked to Mike Sanford. Yeah, he's yeah, he At length about that. <laughs> yes, yeah, we had, a, we had a very long conversation. <laughs> Apparently he's flipping out on the refs, though. Hit it, Lloyd. No brother's going to call that straight. Lloyd, it says on here, pro bowler. <laughs> yeah, he's a former NFL Pro Bowler. You like, didn't write NFL Pro well, Bowler. It just says former why Pro the, Bowler. Why in the world would a guy that bowls for a living coach lingerie That's football? That's exactly what I asked you. Well, put two and two together. That's exactly are you, are you what I asked right you. Now? No, I'm not. I just want to strangle I you. I want right to strangle now. you. It says on here, Pro Bowler. This is awesome. This yeah, Pete Weber, awesome. or whatever that guy's name is, he's now coaching the lingerie league. <laughs> Says, that makes sense. Here's what it says on my sheet. Former pro bowler, <laughs> now lingerie coach, <laughs> Gary, Gary Clark. Clark. <laughs> out on reps. I got to tell you, Jake, uh, I'm on Lloyd's side on now. I know I, you are. I don't know how, how could, you could how be. Could, we were talking about a football coach. How could you miss pro bowler? Why couldn't he write NFL Pro Bowler. Well, I mean, because it's obvious already. And you're talking about the, football, so you're talking about a Pro Bowler. Of all the ways to describe Gary Clark, why did he randomly pick Pro Bowler? He could have said former Redskin. <laughs> could have said Super Bowl champion. He could have just said former NFL player. Why Pro Bowler? Because he's a Pro Bowler. And I asked him. I asked him before we played the clip. And, of course, Lloyd wasn't listening. I said, what does this have to do with football? And he said, I don't know. Play the clip. That's correct. All right. Well, I, I can't believe I've, you're siding with Lloyd on this. Well, that's just it because it's pro logical. bowler. <laughs> and, and you don't know what a pro bowler is? I do. It's the person who bowls for a living, a professional bowler. It would also be an NFL all-star. Yeah. A pro bowler. I got that now. Thank yeah. you very much. But why couldn't he write NFL? I didn't know what he was going to play. All right. All right. I can't believe you're taking Lloyd's side. I do. Good. I'm glad now we're getting to, to Gordon's. By the way, this segment has not been fun. It's just made me angry. <laughs> you know, oh, and I'm sure man. Austin is, is angry because he doesn't like playing uh, the wheel and jazz. So I hope, I hope this next bit makes you equally as angry. I'm sure it will. All right, Austin, what are we doing for Gordon? So uh, we all know the question, right? We remember the question. I mean, Sam Bernardino. It, it's in, right? You're right. It's infamous. But uh-huh. there was one that I think put that one to shame. Oh, okay. So I've what's the difference? The we saw him throw for 3,400 yards as a, coming off a mission uh, just a few months. He's starting. Nobody does that. 
I mean, that's, the, that's remarkable that he's able to do that. Did showed he know any better, though? Did showed, he know any better? Showed a live arm and uh, was accurate, uh, considering the circumstances. I think I thought at that time he had an NFL arm. I thought he was primed for a great year this year. I'll, I'll stay. I was on the record with that, and I'll admit that. Uh, he, uh, he, he looked really good in spring ball. Didn't yeah. have a great spring game. Threw some picks there and struggled a little bit. And then, he, he, by all indications, he looked strong in, in camp. And so then all of a sudden the season starts and things are out of whack. Things aren't uh, popping right for him. I think, I think playing quarterback's a little bit like being a pitcher. When you've got it all going uh, and you feel confident, not just in yourself, but in the guys you're throwing the ball to and in a run game, uh, then you gain confidence and you're able to play uh, more flawlessly. And and the whole thing is jumbled up right now. And now that uh, Tanner's hurt, uh, I, I don't know where it's going to go from here. It's This is puzzling to me. Some people believe that it's in his head and that maybe the the information Ty Detmer has has hammered into uh, Tanner's head somehow is sh- there's been a short circuit there and he's not functioning uh, at the level he's he's capable of but certainly you know, let me ask you this question if Jamal Williams were on this team mm. would things have been different <laughs> i i don't know but if you had if a quarterback had a running back to rely on sure. A guy like that. Now, maybe with this offensive line, it wouldn't matter. I mean, I, those guys don't seem to be creating a whole lot of space, but it just makes you wonder if Tanner had somewhere else to go, uh, someone to give the ball to, to pick up those six yards. So it's not always third and nine, third and eight. May, would that make a difference? I'm not sure. I'm asking a whole bunch of questions here. I don't know what the answers are, but certainly. Tanner is not the quarterback we saw before and the quarterback he's been his whole life. So something has gone wrong, and it's easy to me, for me to look around at the circumstances in which he's playing and think, okay, the athletes or lack of playmakers around him might have something to do with it. All I want to say is uh, I'm in San Bernardino right now. <laughs> It was a long question. It wasn't a question. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a monologue. You started with let me ask you this question. You did start with let me ask you this question. And well, I got to admit, it did drag on there a little it was bit. About five or six and questions. This, too. this is kind of the weird addition to that is that uh, Tanner a year and a half later became my son-in-law. So that adds another little bit of uh, I don't know. I just like how icing to the whole thing. I just like how you wind your way through it. You know, a little Tanner here, a little Jamal Williams there, a little offensive line here, question, 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 and then back to this. And then you answer your questions and then eventually you get to what do you think? Okay, I was a little windy. I, I just I, I just enjoy watching the thought process un, unfold. Oh, do we have a bonus Tony one? Why not? All right, let's do it. Michigan was a young team trying to learn how to win, kind of. And from that moment on, they had a renewed focus 
when they got into the tournament, four of the five matchups on their way to the championship game were really favorable to Michigan, and that made the biggest difference. So one question you were going to ask me, sorry, I'll just ask it to me for you, is <laughs> is, is this going to hurt them in the seating? Because you said you are going to ask this, and I didn't know how to... Anyway, let's just forget this. <laughs> but you said, is this going to hurt them in the long run? Are you interbre- in interviewing yourself? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I don't even know what just happened. I don't either. Just I take just the got, ball and run with it. Right, I'm just going to run. I'm yeah. going to go Reggie Johnson I'm against Rocky go Mountain hit, High School. I'm going to go, uh, I'm gonna go hit the head, man. Right, I'm going to be in the can. I'll see but you anyway, uh, welcome back to Tony Talk, folks. <laughs> but anyway, Jake, uh, you were going to ask me, is this going to hurt them in the long run? And the answer to that is, okay, maybe they end up with a four seed instead of a three. <laughs> Tony did interview himself. Oh, he totally did. And I told him during the break, because we were planning out which direction the, the, the segment was going to go. And it's like, oh, I'll lead you down this way, Tony. And then he just, you know, grabbed that ball and ran with what it. What a loon. Do we have anything on uh, Hanson Scotty and, and DJ and PK since we're, since we're doing this? What, you just want to hammer on everybody? Well, well, I mean, how about uh, like last night we were alluding to the uh, Tatanka uh, exchange with uh, Hanson Scotty. When, when I wasn't listening? No, I'm sorry. How about when Scotty wasn't paying attention? Well, yeah, he, when we threw it down to Scotty and he just bluffed well, through his, uh, his... Well, he answered the question. He didn't know who you were talking about. Right. He didn't. But that's 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 excusable. I was sitting right there and we we didn't get our headsets on quickly enough to, uh, to hear the question. And in my defense, I was told you guys were standing by. Yeah, we were standing by, but we, we, we really weren't paying attention. To my hot take. Yeah. I'm sure it was we were good. Talking about Kevin Durant, yeah. And you asked something about Kevin Durant and Scotty just picked up the headset, put it on, said, Uh yeah, I think he's I think that's exactly Fine right. Talent. He's gonna do really well. Yep. And he had no clue. No idea. Mm-mm. Whoops. All right. We've got the Dot Sports Report coming up. Stay tuned. You wanna play that, Austin, or no? I don't think we need to. Good. All right. We'll have more straight ahead. Uh, we'll let you hear from Justin Zanuck after the draft. Coming up at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, we'll talk a lot of NBA basketball. We're live at Bullfrog Spas. Come see us right out here in Bluffdale. Just jump off exit 288 and head west. We don't want to replay uh, PK and my argument last night. Did we get All everybody a headache? 35 minutes of it. No, I don't Did think it go we, on I that long? I don't think we have the time for it. I don't Holy know if it, it, it went that long, but it was thorough. Yeah, it, was it was a thorough discussion. I think it was at least 12 minutes long. Oh, it was much longer than was that. Was it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It was much longer than that. Okay. It was spirited, though. It was, spirited. It was spirited. Your blood was up. So was PK's. <laughs> it was good. All right. Uh, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You got Mike Conley. Terrific as they come, really, in the position. The Utah Jazz just found their point guard. Conley gets it back from Temple. Open right wing three. Ring it up. Put three on the board. Wow. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and now Mike Conley. Compound! The NBA season can't get here soon enough. Your exclusive home for the Utah Jazz is right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Check this out. And now, your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This 
It's a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. We are live from Bullfrog Spas. Come by and see us just off exit uh, 288. Head west, and you're going to run right into us. It is time for the Not Sports Report, which is brought to you each and every day by the LHM Used Cars Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online at LHMUsedCars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? We're going to Michigan. And, Jake, I've, we've talked about this kind of thing before, but this has a unique twist to it. If you won $80 million in the lottery jackpot, what would you, would you, be, what would you do with the money? Um, turn it into coins and get a like a like a bin like Scrooge McDuck. A bin, yeah, like a big money bin. And then what? Just keep it in your bedroom, or, or like swim in it? Okay. Not a big Ducktales fan. Not really. No. Uh, would you be stingy with it? Would you, would you give some of it to your mom and dad? Would you give it to, you know, your brother? Me? Uh, no, I'd probably keep it. All to yourself? Yeah, why? Right, why not? Oh, I mean, I'm not surprised. What do you mean you're not surprised? You wouldn't share it at all? What do you mean share it? I'd, I'd invite him over for dinner or something. What are you talking about? <laughs> did you hear about this story uh, about the Michigan man who he did? He did exactly that. He won the $80 million lottery jackpot, but he was going through a divorce proceeding when he did it, Ugh. and uh, after taxes and deductions, the guy's name is Rich, he, uh, he, the winnings amounted to nearly $40 million. Well, turns out he has to share it with his ex-wife. Yeah, of course he does. That's, uh, that's the law of the land, right? They had been separated for two years before he bought oh. the ticket. <laughs> well, that's rough. He should have. He should have gotten on that. Yeah, well, you don't know you're going to win the lottery. No, no, I suppose right? not. But what his you- his former wife um, Beth will now be awarded upwards of fifteen million dollars. Wow, it's good for her. That makes the d- divorce go a little smoother, right? Is Not that, so many is, hard feelings does there. It, does that bother you? Uh, if, he, if he gets 15, uh, 16, 17, whatever it is, he's getting upwards of $20 million and she's getting $20 million and she had nothing to do with him buying the ticket, and they had been separated for two years. That's the law, right? Yep. So I, I, what would what would bother me? I'm, I don't know. Write your congressman. Get the law changed. What's, you, the, what's the Because you just here? lost out on the nearly $20 million. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't feel great about it. But that, it's kind of his fault, right? Well, what do you mean? You, then he shouldn't have played the lottery until after his divorce was final? This is why Lloyd didn't get married for like 23 years in case he won the lottery. That was right. what he was doing. Well, I, I don't think the – I think you can get a divorce quicker than two years. Yeah, well, I, th- I thought that was interesting because they haven't even been together for a long, long time. Does it bother now. you? Uh, well, I mean, it's easy to say. How can you be bothered? You just won nearly twenty million dollars cash, so you'll be all right. But you know, he's losing out on another nearly twenty million to a woman he doesn't love. But loved at one point enough to say, I do. <laughs> Got to know what's coming. I suppose. Maybe you should have gotten a prenup. What do you think, Austin? 
Um, I wish I would have married him. <laughs> that would be awesome. Apparently, the arbiter, uh, arbitrator involved in the whole thing said that uh, it was probably not the first lottery ticket that uh, he had purchased. And since, quote, losses throughout the marriage were, were recurred jointly, so should winnings by shared be shared jointly. Hmm. He's still got 20 million bucks or whatever it is. Still got to feel pretty good about that, right? Yeah, I think that would make a difference in one's lifestyle. Yeah, right. But you would keep working. You would keep your job, wouldn't you? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Austin would quit and head for the hills. Yep. Find an island somewhere. Right, Austin? I'd write a tell-all book. You guys better be nice to me. You're not the only one who can write a tell-all book. Is that a what? threat? I mean, it was a threat against a threat. A threat responding to a threat? Yeah. Competing zone tell-all books? But, but mine will have audio. <laughs> uh, can, is, that, is that legit? Can Austin keep our discussions during the break and whatnot? No, I hope he doesn't do that. Well, I mean, it's not a matter of hope. And can he? Can he legally, legally? do that? Uh, yeah. Especially in and this And then state. use it against us? Yeah. Austin, well, are you doing that? No. No, answer answer directly. No. I'm not convinced. Not doing it right now. What? Right now? No, I'm not doing it. Have you ever done it? Today, no, wish. Are you keeping, do you have any uh, records of recordings of our private conversations during breaks? Not once, well, maybe more than once. Well, well, this isn't good. What are we going to do about this? I thought, we had a, I thought we had a trust thing going with Austin that apparently does not exist. I should be fired from the big show. That's what I think. Wow. Huh. What are we learning about Austin in this segment, Gordon? Better start taking notes about everything he says. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And maybe carrying around something to record him with. Mm. Mm. Ordinarily, I would think he was joking, but... I don't think it doesn't Austin. sound joking to me. No, and sound, it is Austin. Yeah. It's he's got a blackmail file back at the at the studio. We're gonna have to find that. Austin, I repeat, you're not you're not gonna ever use utilize any of that stuff, are you? Always, never and always those are terms I don't like to use really. Hmm. So uh, Austin has a blackmail file for everybody. You don't need hitmen, Jake. No, why would I know a hitman? It was a joke. Do you know any hitman, Gordon? It was a joke. I do. <laughs> Talon would probably do it for the right price. Was it Talon? Yeah, yeah, see? Talon's got his price. He Talon and price. I, we'll, we'll fake my death and split it. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. We are live here at Bullfrog Spas. Come by and see us. Exit 288 off I-15 and then just head west. You're going to run right into us. It is their uh, factory clearance three-day sale going on. Started yesterday, goes on today and into tomorrow. And uh, our friend Dan joins us once again. And uh, I like how you put it earlier, Dan. You guys are doing a nice job of of finding some deep discounts and uh, pairing it with some great financing. Yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely. You know, once once a year or so, we we do this three day sale where we say, okay, Thursday, Friday, Saturday only. We're gonna we're gonna look at uh, the combination of some discounts, financing. What do we have in inventory that that we can uh, put you know an additional incentive on? Sometimes that's uh, you know maybe we'll throw in the accessories for free, or sometimes it's it's some additional discounting, and and let's let's get them all out in one place. So they're on our showroom floor here. They're under the tents out in front out in front of the building here, and and give people really a, the best opportunity of the year to to get a great deal on a spa and a good time of year because put it in the backyard now now you're going to enjoy it throughout the summer and then you're ready for winter time which in my opinion is even that's the great time right. to to use a hot tub right they're great year round but uh, there's nothing like after a day of skiing oh, come yeah. down get in the hot tub right so. Gordon you guys use yours year round pretty much right yeah we do yeah you know, what my wife does is she takes the temperature down a little bit in mm-hmm. the summertime so it's so more refreshing and then cranks it back up in the wintertime. Yeah, it's perfect. It's really a great family activity. And even if you don't have, if your kids aren't around anymore, it's a great thing to just get out there and relax. I, mean, I really, I really swear by it. You know, one of the things that one of the things that we've found to be true about the world today, and then this product is, it doesn't matter whether you're talking about a relationship with with your with your spouse or significant other, or whether you're talking about your relationship with your teenage kids or your grandkids. We we're not connecting the way that we used to before. There was so much noise in the world, media, devices, you know, all of those types of things. And giving yourself a play, a center in the home where that's just what you do. You're either in there relaxing yourself, or if you're in there with your friends and love, loved ones, you're connecting with them and and focused on each other and actually having a real conversation. It. It's a it, like it's amazing the stories we hear from customers that come back and say, "Man, my my teenagers, I've I've never talked to them so much as I have in the last year because they actually spend time in the spa with 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 me and my spouse and we're we're all talking as a family and and before that we were all sitting on the couch staring at our screens individually, you know. So it's really it's really a rewarding part of what we do. And you guys have the the tent set up out front, of course, a beautiful showroom and uh, just a fantastic sale going on through tomorrow. Yeah, great savings up to up to $4500. I told you earlier, found one marked down $4500 out front and uh, 0% financing for 36 months OAC. All right. Well, whether the price is low or high, it's worth it, folks. Yeah, it's it it makes a it makes a big difference for you and your family. And uh, just I I'm like you, Gordon. It's it's something I look forward to with with my kids, or and uh, and I sleep a little bit better, and I'm a little bit less grumpy every time I use my bullfrog spa. That comes in very handy in my household. <laughs> less grumpy is a good thing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely a good thing. All right, come on by, take advantage of it. Thank you, Dan. We appreciate it. It's Bullfrog Spas. Jump off exit 288, head west, and you're going to run right into us. We'll have more of the big show coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.